0: Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is limits. All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters, no matter what the circumstances are. Hello all, welcome back and happy spring. We kicked off this week with the spring equinox and I hope everybody is feeling the new and awesome weather. I know Arizona is still pretty cool. I'm waiting for our slightly warmer temperatures. If you ask my partner, he is all about this cool weather. That's fine, I'm okay with it, but I would really like to bust my shorts out sometime soon. That's all I want to do is I want to wear my tank tops and shorts and go swimming a little bit more in warmer pool weather. However, today we're going to dive straight into what has been on my mind all week. And it's been a few phone calls with consultations that I've been chatting with people. And I was even chatting with my own family in regards to this as well. And it's past traumas that we don't realize seep into our everyday life. And what I mean by that is my parents were raised by their parents, my grandparents, who grew up in a Great Depression. Obviously, back then, you had to fight for your food. You had to line up. You're lucky if you got bread. You're lucky if you got eggs. You're lucky whatever you got to eat. So their mentality was a scarcity. Their mentality was limited availability. So, of course, raising my parents... They kept that mentality and they instilled it into my parents. So then my parents automatically think scarcity, limited available sources, and their thought process is finish what's on your plate. Don't be wasteful. Eat everything until it's gone. And of course, they try to instill that now into the next generation. And some parents don't necessarily keep that tradition alive. Some parents, when they're raising their children, they're seeing it's not so much scarce, limited resources anymore. There are available options everywhere for different food items. And so now my generation or younger is developing better food habits because they're recognizing they don't have a limited source. They don't have to eat everything on the plate. They can order a small portion. And if they're still hungry, you know, choose a different portion. We're being raised in different timeframes. However, my parents, since they had that mentality instilled in them, I'm using the word mentality because it's not like my grandparents meant to instill trauma into my parents. It's not like they meant it at all. They probably didn't even realize they were doing it because it was a survival mode. It was that fight or flight mechanism that just flips on and you don't realize it. However, because they do have that mentality, They look at food differently. Also, you got to realize the boomers were a huge generation that were raised when society was telling them eggs are bad. Then they flipped it and said eggs are great. They switched so many different food trends over and over again. Nobody knew what was good and what wasn't because nobody could keep their story straight. So our poor older generation has these horrible food relationships because nobody told them what was good, what wasn't good. Everybody put the fear of God into them, whether it be eat your food or don't eat your food. Eat this, don't eat that. They don't have a legit relationship with food. And that just kept pouring down into generations. Some of it stopped and some of it didn't. And that's why I wanted to come on and talk about this because if you are unconsciously not realizing these are the trends that you live in, you just didn't know and it's okay. It's not like they meant to instill trauma or they meant to brainwash you into a poor relationship. It's just something that just happens. However, recognizing it, Hearing myself even tell you, hey, look, this is what's happening. You then being cognizant of what's going on further, you can stop the horrible trend and start making a better relationship with food. Just like I was talking about in the last episode, we get told so many times, don't eat this. No, don't do that. And we even tell ourselves that too. No, don't eat it. No, don't eat it. We need to stop. We need to stop being bullies to our own self we don't even recognize it. I want to make that very clear. It's not like we're trying to bully ourselves. It's not like we're trying to be mean or we're trying to be negative. It's just something that unconsciously happens because it's what society, it's what we filtered in through different medias, um, solicitations, billboards, whatever, magazines, professionals, whatever. And it can be so traumatizing that we're building these horrible relationships with a healthy lifestyle and it's not necessarily healthy. It's actually really poor. Being able to tell what is a proper protein, what is a proper carb, what is a proper vegetable, what are all of these ingredients that are listed on the back of a food nutrition label, what's good for me, what's not good for me, I can take years of learning And there are still things I learned to this day. So trust me, I still am learning. However, recognizing and being conscious of what we are eating and being able to allow ourselves to try something. I use the word try because what if we don't like it? Don't force yourself to finish something you don't like. Find a creative solution around it. I released a blog today about condiments. Okay, if you try a condiment and you don't like it, don't keep it and force yourself to eat it because you're trying to save a dollar or not waste your money or be resourceful. Donate it. Maybe find a friend or a neighbor, do a condiment swap, fun little thing going on in the neighborhood. Or just, like I said, donate it. Give it to a shelter. Give it to a soup kitchen. Give it somewhere where it will be used no matter what. That's not being wasteful, it's giving. And in return, you'll receive. Somehow in some way, good karma comes back around just like all karma. So don't hesitate to find out what works best for you. And don't be upset if you don't like something and you don't want to finish it. I think you need to start understanding it's okay not to finish something. It's okay not to eat all the food on your plate. Restaurants now in these days, man, they have the biggest portions out there. And if you're super hungry and you're eating all of it, okay. Don't beat yourself up because you ate a huge portion on your plate. If you were hungry, eat it. The biggest thing I tell my clients when they're planning on going out to eat is eat till you're satisfied, not till you're full. Be aware to not over-engorge. Be aware. Do not eat until you're wanting to throw up or you're overstuffed and your stomach is extended. Make sure you are eating till you're satisfied. And if that means taking breaks in between bites, that's okay. This is something I actually struggled to do for a while was taking breaks during bites. My dad is a truck driver. Growing up, we went on the road with him. And so when we would eat, we were on a time crunch, right? We had to get back out on the road. We had to make a deadline. So when we would sit down to eat, it was always, let's eat, let's eat, let's go, let's go, let's go. This rush mentality in my head. So now when I eat, that's all that's in my head is this rush mentality. Eat, 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 eat. hurry, hurry, hurry. And I had to learn to slow down. I had to learn to take breaks. I had to learn to put my fork or spoon, whatever utensil down. And to take a step back and to think, okay, am I still hungry? Do I need another bite? What does that look like? How do I feel? I had to be more in tune with my own body. And I talked about that in a prior episode about understanding and listening to your body. Because it's going to tell you. I think I mentioned how peanut butter was the source of evil for me. It would make my stomach bloat and extend to the point where it hurt. And that's another thing you need to be understanding about. Are you eating something that your body feels good in? And if you are, are you eating too much of it to where you're feeling sick? Are you eating just enough to where you feel right? If you're intuitively eating, you're not following a plan, you're not following macros or calories or anything of that nature, which is totally fine. There is styles of intuitively eating. Are you intuitively eating the right way? Because going to a restaurant, sitting down, and eating endless chips and salsa at a Mexican food restaurant, and then eating your whole entire plate, and then at the end feeling like you can't eat for the rest of the day, is not okay. It might feel okay at the time, but it is not okay. And it's okay to get a to-go box. It's okay to ask, hey, can I take half of this home? Or, hey, can, when they drop the food off, grab a to-go box and ask them, hey, can you bring me back a to-go box? Waiters, waitresses, staff, they don't care. They want to just make you happy. So they're going to bring that box to you right away, section off half of your plate into the box, heat it up a few hours later if you're still hungry. You want a healthy metabolism. So, that's one thing you need to be conscious about is okay, what am I giving my body? How much am I giving it? When am I giving it? Instilling bad habits from an early age can just keep leading into a poor lifestyle down the road. And I was talking to a few people and they wonder why they feel this way or they feel that way. But when I start asking the right questions, it all leads back to when they were younger, and it all leads back to how they were raised. It's not a bad thing. It just is what happens. And if you don't address those root causes and you don't finally have somebody tell you, hey, it's okay, or hey, you're going to go out to eat. Enjoy a meal with your family. Don't worry about counting your carbs. Don't worry about counting your calories. Don't worry about what you're doing. Enjoy with your family. Now, every goal and every body is going to be different. So that's going to be per the person of what's going on in this situation. However, like I mentioned last episode, the more we keep saying no, the more we're going to want it even more, and we're just going to go off the Richter scale, and we're going to end up eating more than what we should have. By allowing your mind and your body and your subconscious to understand, it's okay to have the Oreo. It's okay to have the burger. It's okay to drink the diet soda. Whatever your kryptonite is, whatever your tooth wants, it's okay. You are more likely to just have one Oreo versus a stack of Oreos. You are more likely to not want to go back to it because you already satisfied or gratified it. You are more likely to find another option next time because what you ate was not as gratifying as you thought it was because you were allowed to get it. When we're told, no, it's a forbidden fruit. And we could take this back to biblical times when Eve was told, you can't eat from that tree. Okay, what did homegirl want to do? She wanted the forbidden fruit. All she wanted to do was grab the apple. So she did it. And then boom, it started a whole revolution in biblical times. That's why, what if Eve was told, hey, what what if God told Eve, hey, you can have that fruit, but let me pick it for you. Let, let me give you the fruit. Let me help you out. She wouldn't have been told no. She would have been given the opportunity. We needed to make sure that we take care of ourselves, mind, body, and soul. And so if we're protecting ourselves, but also being able to share and not indulge in a bad way, we're going to set up healthier relationships to the point where we're not going to want to keep going to an Oreo because it's boring and we found something yummier and healthier. And we are allowing ourselves to see what's out there. So be nice to yourself. Try and find the best option for you. If you need help, if you need a professional guidance, you know where I'm at, you know how to get a hold of me. And if you need something more or something different, Call me. I have other resources. I have other people I know, and I can guide you to them as well. Biggest thing is, is be nice to yourself. Don't restrict yourself to the point where you're binging. And also try and go back to the root cause of where this issue is stemming from and address it there. Heal it from the root. So that way you can grow into something more beautiful. I hope this helps today really excited for next week and all that's in store. I hope you guys have a really awesome day and thank you so much for tuning in. If you like today's podcasts, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday. Like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.